Business has always been about turning a profit, making money. But can it stand for something more? Something beyond dollars and cents? We think so. We think that today, business has a higher calling, a purpose to be fair and just, to do right by their workers, customers, communities, and the environment. And it turns out companies successful doing that also do better for their bottom line. When you see the Just Capital seal, it means this company is a force for good. Visit JustCapital.com to learn more. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Let's get into season four, episode three, Facade. People get picked on. I got picked on. But Scabby Abby, Scabby, the whole school yeah, just hurt me. me. I felt like it wasn't real. If I may, I want to defend the storytellers. The people who created the show wanted you to feel like these people were the worst people ever. They pretty much said the whole school of Smallville High are bad people. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen. All right, here we go. It's Brandon Boat, 96.3 News Radio, KQOB. Thanks for being with us on this Monday as we get the week started. And welcome back again to Ned Souza. His latest project is Police State. Uh, you can learn more at policestatefilm.net. And its limited theatrical premiere happens tonight at the Rio 24 in Albuquerque, 6.30 and 7. And there'll be another showing on Wednesday, same times, 6.30 and 7, uh, tonight and Wednesday night at the Rio 24 here in Albuquerque. Dinesh, thanks so much for being with us today. Uh, my pleasure. Thanks for having me. Uh, no problem. All right. So uh, let's get started with this movie here. Tell me about uh, what you're going to explore here in, in this one. I'm just exposing in this film the very alarming way in which the United States is moving pretty rapidly toward a police state. Now, what do I mean by a police state? Well, we just have to look at police states around the world, um, North Korea, China, of course, the old Soviet Union. And what are their distinctive characteristics? Well, they have mass surveillance of citizens. They have censorship. Uh, they have political targeting and the criminalization of political differences. Uh, they yeah. have indoctrination in the schools and media. Uh, they have political prisoners. So I go down this kind of checklist and I say, whoa, a number of these elements, if not all of them, are to one degree or another present right now in the United mm -hmm. States. So this is a, a scary film, but it's also a kind of a wake-up call to the American yeah. people. Don't be like the antelope that actually <laughs> hears a movement in the trees as a predator awaiting to get you, and you go, mm -hmm. oh, no, it's only the wind. Yeah, and I don't think uh, uh, anything made it more evident than what we went through the last few years with COVID and, and how the government will seize those so sorts of opportunities to take away our freedoms and our individual rights. It's been happening really since 9-11. Remember, that was mm -hmm. the first kind of event of massive fear that caused a lot yeah. of people, sadly me included, to say, all right, we need to give the government these enhanced powers to go after these foreign terrorists, not suspecting. Yeah. Little did we have any idea that those very same powers would be turned against us, against American yeah. citizens. And then, mm -hmm. of course, you mentioned COVID, I think also January 6th. These are the various different pretexts for taking away our basic liberties. And even though the pretext may vary, the direction of the society is all in one direction, toward choking off one by one the basic liberties in the Bill of Rights. Yeah, yeah, and you go back to the, the Patriot Act uh, in the early 2000s. You know, both parties uh, say that they don't like it, but 
it's been nearly 25 years now, and we haven't been able to roll any of it back. So they're going to keep it. Well, not only that, but, you know, they're not using it for what it was set up to do. I mean, you, you, yeah. would, have think, you would have thought they would, have, they would know about these Hamas terrorists. I mean, a thousand of them penetrating into Israel with modern technology and the massive resources of these mm-hmm. U.S. intelligence agencies. But no, I think that they have shifted course. They're looking at some grandmom who walked into the Capitol for 15 minutes on January 6th, and they've completely <laughs> lost sight of what they originally got these powers to do. Uh, yeah, and we still don't know who had the, the cocaine in the White House, but we know all about the, the grandmas, right? Exactly. <laughs> Dinesh D'Souza with us. Police State is the new film. It is out at um, the Rio 24 tonight, 6.30 and 7, uh, same times Wednesday night. You can go to policestatefilm.net. And tell me some of the things that, that you were able to to learn here when you started to to research this project that that may have even surprised you. Absolutely. If I can make one point about the tickets, you cannot get them at the theater or Fandango or any of these movie sites. PoliceStateFilm.net, the website, is the only place to get tickets. So all you do is okay. your zip code, it pulls up the theater, buy your ticket, and then go. It's, it's a, I made this film for the theater. It's very cinematic. Now, Mm -hmm. to answer your question, there are really two types of people in the film. There are a lot of whistleblowers and informants and people who really show how this police state architecture is, how it works, how it's coordinated, how it's put together. And Mm -hmm. then the other type of guy in the film is ordinary Americans who are going about their normal lives and they come face to face with the police state, what Orwell calls the boot stamping on the human face. Because I wanted to answer the guy who says, you know, I'm not Donald Trump and I didn't go inside the Capitol on January 6th and I pay my taxes. So this will never happen to me. And my message to that guy is you could not be more wrong. Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. And you've got a very unique style, too, of um, of your films and, and all of your films, of course, very successful. But where where did you kind of on a, just a purely filmmaking um, uh, question here? Like, how did you kind of get in rhythm with that that sort of style that you have put many of these films in? What was kind of your inspiration? Well, it certainly wasn't going to film school because I didn't do Mm -hmm. that. It's something that I've learned along the way. I mean, this is my seventh documentary. I've made a lot of sort of come to a better understanding of what these films are and what makes them work really well. They need to have new information they have to be very entertaining. They have to have a lot of the elements that makes a feature film successful. So a plot, a narrative, interesting characters, a climax. Sometimes people think because it's a documentary, you don't need any of those things, but you do. And so I construct mm-hmm. the films very carefully, and they have a tremendous impact as a result. Yeah, uh, in Police State, you can get tickets, Police State Film. Dot net. That's where you can find all the information about it, especially the uh, uh, as it premieres here in Albuquerque tonight. And you also you teamed up with Dan Bongino on this one, right? You know, he's a former NYPD officer. He's also a Secret Service agent. I figured he's perfect to team up with this. I should also mention that, by the way, if you cannot make it to the theater, no problem. This coming Friday, 
October 27th, we have a virtual premiere. So you can watch from home. It's a mm-hmm. live screening of the film and then a live Q&A with Dan Bongino and me to follow. And all of that is for the price of a movie ticket. So I want to give people an option. Certainly go mm-hmm. to the theater if you can, but if you cannot, you can watch from home this coming Friday, October 27th. Again, the ticket's at policestatefilm.net. All right. Uh, well, that sounds great. And uh, with, with this one, uh, Police State, and tell me a little bit about uh, your story, too, because for, for those that, that don't know, I mean, you, you felt the wrath of the, the U.S. federal government before as well. I, I did. It goes back to 20, 2013. I exceeded the campaign finance law in my kind of enthusiasm to help a college friend who was running for office. Now, normally that would get you, you know, a slap on the wrist, a community service or something like that, a misdemeanor. But I felt the full force of the political uh, regime of the, of the, in that case, the Obama regime going after me. Now, to be honest, I didn't see it as a police state. I thought this is a one-off. I've made a film about Obama. He's a vindictive narcissist. He's going to go after me. But I didn't see my case as a precursor, a prelude to what would happen later to Carter Page, Papadopoulos, Michael Flynn, Roger Stone, now, of course, Trump. So we've seen a rapid escalation of the police state under Biden. Mm -hmm. Oh, definitely. And uh, again, police state film. Dot net is uh, where you can get all the information. And Dinesh, I wanted to ask you about, especially since you also keep tabs on the media and, and what's been happening since the terrorist attacks in Israel uh, from Hamas and to see the, the big media and also uh, uh, universities and also CEOs of corporate America and really kind of exposed um, for, for what they are uh, in not rallying around Israel, one of our our great partners uh, in the world. Yeah, I think this is, um, the police state is very ideological, and the ideology is, um, in this particular case, they they use a kind of anti-colonial model, which unbelievably sees Israel as the colonial occupier. Now, of course, the reality is the exact opposite. You can Mm -hmm. go back 4,000 years, Israel has been the land of the Jews, um, the, actually, the Muslims are the colonizers, because starting in the 7th century, they overran the Christian lands of Jordan and Syria, and of course, Jerusalem itself. So the, um, but under, in the framework of the left, Israel and the West are the bad guys. And the radical Muslims, I mean, unbelievably, Hamas is seen as, is, even though its tactics may be a little extreme, they're on the side of liberation. It's an absolute yeah. abomination. The Ed Milet Show showcases the greatest peak performers sharing their journey, knowledge, and thought leadership. This is one of the all-time best pieces of advice ever given on the show. Actor Rain Wilson. The number one thing that psychologists point to with young people of why they are struggling so much in this mental health epidemic is they don't have resilience. So how do you build resilience if you don't understand suffering itself? The Ed Milet Show is available on YouTube or wherever you listen. Stacking Benjamins with Joe and his good friend OG not only has great financial insight, it's laid back with humor too. The quiet luxury trend is out and loud budgeting is in. Are we tired of the pet names? Yeah, because I'm loud and obnoxious, so this fits right in with me. I'm like, yes, finally budgeting for me. (laughs) I get to walk into a restaurant and go, I'm cheap as hell, and you're not getting a tip. Live from Doug's Budget. (laughs) Find out more by searching the Stacking Benjamins podcast wherever you listen.